a lot of the the difference between like you making friends like really easily when you're in your 20s and versus like 30s and 40s is that um you're so optimistic like mm-hmm. at that time like you you don't go in assuming that people won't want to be your friend exactly <laughs> so you just you know you like hey we're in this same class mm-hmm. let's go get some coffee like Burr. and it's it's super light um whereas after we've had a couple of those experiences and they don't turn out the way that we expect them to then we go into them a little more cautiously <laughs> Hey, it's Red Summer. And it's Hanifa Walida. And we are you gay aunties. Come hey, baby. Hey. 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 <laughs> Look at this. We touch each other. Right. Every now and then, you know, we're in the same place at the same time. Oh, what am I doing? Yeah. The same. Mm. Oh, right. Same place. <laughs> same time. And yeah, so we're still working out this YouTube uh, live thing. And um, yeah. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited, yeah. you know, so we can talk freely whether we're in the same place or not, which is usually the default. We're not. Usually so, not. Usually not. All right. But so, today we are. Right? Yes. <laughs> and today today we, are. we are here together. And for those of you all who are just joining us, or this is your first time maybe watching the live, mm-hmm. or you, you know, somebody gave you the podcast and now you're a fan, right? So now you made it to episode 75. So if that is the case, we just want you to know that Shige Aunties is a weekly podcast and it's centered around queer adulting. And so if you want to get some uh, advice mm-hmm. from your aunties okay. on your good gay life, anything that's going on in life or love or work or anything that's happening for you, you can go ahead and send us a letter at yagayaunties at gmail.com or you can DM us on the Instagrams and uh, the Twitters (laughs) (laughs) because we are there as well. Yes, we are. Yes, it's basically yagayaunties everywhere. Yes, yes. (laughs) You can think of, but not everywhere. You know, we try. You think like, what's the email? Oh, you gay aunties. Oh, what's yeah. that? IG? Oh, you gay aunties. You gay aunties. Basically, yes. basically. And um, there's, you know what? There is so much going on. It's like, sometimes my mind is just like, scram- I mean, like in the world. Mm. There is so much going on. And, you know, we do catch up. And um, that my catch up is there's a lot going on and I'm trying, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are dealing with it as well, trying to know where to put your spirit, where to put your anxiety, not for nothing, Mm. you know, how to intellectually think about something, how to take action in your own world and between what's going on in our political landscape with the whole coronavirus Mm -hmm. and all of these things that can drum up fears and make us kind of react flippantly or... Maybe a little bit over the top. I don't know. You know, I don't know how you're dealing with everything. It's just a lot, yo. It, it is a lot. It's, it's kind of tight times right now, right? So it just feels like stressful. Um, it feels um, just energetically. I can't even think of a word better than just like tight. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> And um, so... I've only been dealing with it with just trying to have 
good experiences. Mm. Like trying to, to surround myself with stuff and things and, ex- and experiences that I love and people that I love. Like rereading books that I like. Like, mm. <laughs> um, studying things that are interesting to me so that I can balance out some of that energy. Yeah. And, you know, like um, earlier this morning, because Red was in town, um, there's actually a church nearby where I mm-hmm. where I live that Red hit me to because I was looking for like a good church in Atlanta yeah. that was all accepting, <laughs> but also preaching good word mm-hmm. and had a good choir. I know it's a tall order. <laughs> But she she recommended the good church. It's called First African Presbyterian right yes. here um, over in Lithonia. So I'm mm-hmm. like, what a blessing. And since Red was in town, we just rolled together yeah. this Sunday. And, you know, and I really appreciated this sermon as well, just dealing with all that it is and kind kind of kind of maintaining your personal heaven mm-hmm. so that you can exude that heaven to others yeah. and, and read re-looking at like things that stress us out. We could say maybe it's our our hell, whatever you want to call it. But I liked how uh, uh, Reverend Lomax, Lomax, excuse Mm -hmm. me, Reverend Lomax kind of reframed it and saying that hell is is more of a rites of passage. It's kind of a way to look Mm -hmm. at yourself, the real you, you know, and the real conditions that surround us and try to really sit with it and, and make our way out of it. Absolutely. You know, and I appreciated that because there is a lot, you know, uh, going on. Girl, I'm like Lady Macbeth out this bitch. I wash my hands twenty four seven. I am I got the and I've never was a big like um you know like uh like well, yeah, not a big one, not a I mean a little one, like just your default black, you know, yeah. going to the bathroom, opening the bathroom, right, bathroom right. like that, you know. <laughs> Open it with the sleeves and you know. Yeah. But um but now I'm like, I ain't gonna front. Like I'm I'm on it. You know, I mean we should wash our hands anyway on a regular mm-hmm. basis, but I'm really washing my hands now. Right. I got my little gels in the car, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Absolutely. Yes, you know, even I ain't gonna front, even through church service when you know you greeting everybody like hey, 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 hey. you know, and, and I was like, Don't touch your face, Anifa, don't touch your face, don't touch your face, yeah. wash your hands before you touch your face. Oh, <laughs> you wow. know, and it's like things that's, are gonna change. That's the sign of the time. That's the right? sign of the time. Like, what else is gonna change? You know, we ain't gonna be doing daps no more, we're gonna be like you know, it's, it's gonna be Wakanda <laughs> until this Corona crap ends. <laughs> that's that's oh the, my gosh. everybody's Wakanda forever, and, forever. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, but I just hope what is it March? Oh, it is March. Yes, it's it's Women's <laughs> Month officially. Yeah, yes, we in the house. We get our month, y'all. Absolutely, yay. <laughs> Um, and, you know, we're probably going to be posting some stuff on your gay aunties, just digging up, you know, uh, sisters uh, that have been doing it out here, queer or not, because there's just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's an endless list, you know, Absolutely. and, and you know, and we all, we know the big ones and everything, but there are a lot of things that women are doing right now, living, <gasps> breathing, <Yeah. laughs> really changing the world um, that you know, and we want to let you know them. And we actually know a few of them as well. Yeah. Um, so that's a, a blessing <laughs> 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 to know such great women doing great work. So look out for that. Um, and it was, uh, you know what? Um, you know what? Let's dive into culture review. Should we do that? We want to say our thing for the month. What's our thing for the month? 
Oh yes. So I th- our theme for the month. <laughs> our theme. I think you said thing. I was like, what is our thing? Our theme for the month. Theme. Right. Is partying with a purpose. Mm. All right. Um, we're really excited about our our Sunday brunch guest towards the end um of the month. So <laughs> Lee is promoting um clean parties, but really the broader the broader thing that we're trying to put out here <laughs> is that you know in our community being just queer community, whether it be boy girl anything in between and on the sides you know we gravitate how we party a lot of times is always around liquor it's always around drugs you know the full spectrum you know of yeah. drugs and not this and not this is not about judging what your 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 vice is or what have you but really looking because we have to you know look at the world and work through the world differently a lot of times these vices we use them when we don't necessarily need them every time we go outside and party you know like yeah. you know why can't we just dance with each other why can't we just get high together you know literally in the natural way mm-hmm. you know um and that's not something that's really popular with us yeah. i mean not for nothing with a lot of people you know um mm-hmm. but i think that it impacts our our community in a particular way because we are dealing with um a lot yeah you know um so sometimes our parties are a sense of escapism especially when they're parties that like just girls or just boys or Mm. just trans folks or 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 just just you know what i mean um us trying to find safe space in whatever communities we can find like we we go to those vices in order to help us one overcome a lot of anxieties mm-hmm. like overcome a lot of social things that that we're trying to navigate um and then it becomes a habit where we don't know how to just be with each other without it yeah without it yeah. um that's the thing we should be able to exist without it so when we are using it whatever it is mm-hmm. it's something that we just making a conscious decision to do but we want to do it like that and yeah. mind your own business but we don't want to feel like we always need to lean on it in order to have a good time with each other so that's what we're talking about and so when you send your letters we're really you know we still want the mess because you know mess <laughs> comes with being intoxicated but <laughs> but if you do have stories or have questions or want solutions to situations you found yourself in or found friends in um, and want to kind of get your way out of that situation or feel better about that situation or overcome the next situation like it, holler at us at gayaunties at gmail.com. We love your letters. And if you're not the kind of writing type and you want to speak it, you can always go to your gay aunties on Instagram and go to the bio link. And there's um, a means, there's a link in there where you can actually speak your truth. Mm. You just say it to it. You got 90 seconds, say it, and we'll broadcast it maybe. If it's yeah. good and juicy. If you like. <laughs> if you like. Let us know if you want to do that. Yes. All right. Um, same rules apply. Um, all right. So we're going to now jump into the culture, culture review. <laughs> you would think we planned that. <laughs> it's for the culture, y'all. It's for the culture, y'all. So who do we have? We have something new. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, we usually been kind of, you know, leaning more towards like the hip hop slash R&B. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I don't even think it's a black thing. I just think that's, you know what I'm saying? But, but <laughs> we as black and brown folks, uh, queer folks make all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. All right. Make all kinds of music. And so we going to shift it and we going to head towards the rock and roll. 
You know what I'm saying? I even say even a, a smidgen of a smidgen of punk is how the way that some of the music is written. But <laughs> bottom line is rock and roll. So we have Jenny Hates Techno. That's yes. the band, yo. That's the band. <laughs> and wow. And they're from um, up in my area, really? in the DMV area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm messing up with your phone. I don't know what's happening. Okay, okay. all right. Oh, oh, the DMV. Okay, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. And so, so um, Jenny hates techno. It's basically a three-person uh, band. We have Danielle Williams, who's on doing the vocals. We have John M. Ellison the fourth mm-hmm. on on guitar, and we have Siobhan Langley on drums. Yeah. So we got a chance to listen to uh, two of the songs, mm-hmm. uh, Promise and Remember Me. Yeah, they got a nice, a nice little playlist on YouTube. Um, yeah. Jenny hates techno, and you know, um, you know, honestly, in listening to it, what it reminded me of, it reminded me of Afropunk before it was the Afropunk that many of the children may know. Mm. Okay, quick, quick, quick history. Okay. The Afropunk you all know, the conglomerate, the the big corporate entity that is Afropunk festivals that makes its way to every damn city in the world at this point. <laughs> God bless them, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But that ain't the Afropunk your aunties grew up with, <laughs> okay? The original Afropunk was in New York, hopping around different clubs, and um, James Spooner, who was the original architect of the movie, the film, the documentary called Afropunk, where all of us was introduced to Afropunk. Um, If you haven't seen Afropunk, you need to see it, because that's literally where it all started. So then he started doing a lot of shows um, around New York. But the beautiful thing is that he would find, it was was punk, y'all. It was punk, punk, punk. It was black punk, and that shit was hard. And he somehow he was able to get people who were straight househeads up in the club moshing. Yeah. In the mosh pit, you know, he was able to create that bridge um, uh, between straight, like black 
punk kids, black rock kids, and all yeah. of us, honestly, growing up in New York, you listened to it all. A you lot wasn't, of music, yeah, yeah, you listened to all kinds of music. You wasn't saying, I'm just this, I'm just that. You listened to it all. So it was an easy transition in New York. <laughs> yeah. But but the beauty of it is going, you knew that if you went to an Afropunk show in whatever little club, that he would find, I remember he brought this band from, um, Paris. Oh God, what was their name? It was like death metal. And they all had like these cowrie beads and like covering their faces. And the singer was this sister. She was four feet nothing. (laughs) She got up on stage when she opened her mouth, blew everybody to the back of the club. We were like, yo! (laughs) (laughs) So he was really good um, at uh, curating these shows where it opened up a whole different world. Um, to a lot of us, you know, um, and then, you know, it, it got taken over by someone else and they saw a, 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 a different kind of brand and yeah. now all you see are really popular people, but Hey, Hey, you know, Hey, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm not going to go into that. Let's go into Jenny hates tech now. <laughs> so yeah. So they remind me of, um, this kind of raw, this is, um, like, how can I say um, a, I hate to say blackness on top of rock. It sounds like a corny way of putting it, but there is a certain, cause there is something a melding of, like th- there's like a certain kind of the approach to it. I still hear, uh, um, a black musical aesthetic, even though rock is all us punk, mm-hmm. all that shit is us, but there still is an aesthetic that she's bringing to it. That is distinctly what the people who don't listen to punk or don't listen to rock and roll will still hear themselves in it. Yeah. You know, whether it's the resonance in her voice, would you agree? I would. Yeah. And I don't have that, the background of like having been in the punk clubs or rock clubs or mm-hmm. any of that. Like, um, I may have been to maybe two shows <laughs> in my life that even would be like alternative or like something like that. It just wasn't a, a big, uh, thing in in Chicago or Atlanta mm-hmm. necessarily that I was plugged into. Like, um, I just happened to have some a couple of friends who were musicians, and yeah. I went to their shows and was like, "Oh, like this is different." Like, okay, <laughs> cool. And that's how I felt when I was listening to uh, Jenny hates techno. I was like, "Oh, like this is different. Like, it's cool. Like, <laughs> it wasn't." As much as like, cause my fear was like, oh, rock. Okay. So let me listen. <laughs> like, oh, no. Let me see. Because it's just not something that I'm familiar with. Like yeah. I didn't feel unfamiliar with the music. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there is something in her voice that's like, okay, that's home. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's home. And you know, I really, um, appre- I mean a different, not, not just to get a little nerdy, you know, um, I appreciated, um, the song, uh, writing, um, and the different progressions. This, there's a couple of genres they're, they're fucking with. Like I hear some of the punk, you know, uh, progressions and I hear like this straight, you know, rock and roll and not for nothing R and B. So th- you can hear the influences in her songwriting and I appreciate that. And that's what we bring to the table, quite honestly, when mm-hmm. we, we, when we take a stab at anything, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And yes, and yes. And y'all on, you know, the drums and, and, and the, the, the rock chords, all that is on and it's heavy. Sometimes it comes at you like, Oh, okay, cool. Y'all coming in hard now. Like, um, mm-hmm. was it, which one was it remembered? One where they come in soft and then all of a sudden it's like this drop promise. it. It was promise. All right. Yeah, yeah. it was promise. 
Um, one small critique, and it's not a critique so much of the music or the band, it's more recording. And this is something that I think, um, in particular with rock, it's really hard to, to, to produce rock music, like, well. And I can't tell you how many bands, I'm sure this band is falling victim to it too, that, and I say this, if you are not a rockhead or a punkhead, you want to just check this band out, I say check them out. Always check out a rock and roll band live. Because mm -hmm. most likely that's where you're going to really get the real deal. Yeah. And absolutely. translating that to a recording session, it's really hard to produce rock and roll. And then like yeah. getting everything leveled. Leveled, you know, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of that, all of that. It's and So I think that maybe like the recordings you hear on YouTube will give you an idea of their work, but unless you've been in, you're a rockhead or a punkhead or, or even interested, you know, but have some, you know, if you're comparing it to other rock records, like, you know, bigger bands, you can't really do that because they have people like, you know, Rick Rubin <laughs> producing, they know how to produce rock music, you know. So if anything, I have any critique, the recorded version of Jenny Hates um, Techno, they're still growing. Um, as a recorded entity, um, there's more that needs to happen there, I feel. I'm, I mean, and, you know, take it for what it's worth. Like, I can produce rock. I just know that shit's hard to produce. <laughs> you know, like, I remember my favorite band back in the days was the Screaming Hellas Torsos. To see the Screaming Hellas Torsos is to see God. Literally, like, I, like that was I, one, of my, one of my most memorable spiritual experiences with rock, punk, was this one band in New York, but when they put out a record, I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> niggas, no, 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 you need to go see them live. So, yeah. you know, so that's, a, that's, I think, if anything, I'm saying, you see, go see Jenny Hates Techno live. And y'all okay. tell us, in Jenny Hates Techno, if y'all listening to this, actually, I know y'all listening because um, I believe the lead singer is a fan. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for reaching out to us as well. But please let us know if you're going to be in Atlanta or Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we'll come out in um, support. I definitely would like to see you guys live. Yeah. Word. Word. Great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So now it's time for a little break. Mm -hmm. um, and all I want to say is what I always say. <laughs> We love, you know, sometimes I hate, we need your support, we need money, because it sounds, you know, it's always finding the language around this, but really what it is, 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 is supporting a community that we're trying to build here, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to keep things going. So, y'all need to roll on over to patreon.com, slash, guess what, your gay aunties. <laughs> and surprise. Then, surprise, surprise. <laughs> okay, and, and there you'll find all that you need to succeed, or to proceed. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to get on with us anyway. Um, yeah. But yes, there's so many different ways on Patreon. But you can uh, you 
can give a little or give a lot if you got it. I always say give what you can when you can. And we have all these wonderful incentives. And one thing we're seriously thinking about, we're still testing out this Ecamm Live and coming to you on YouTube. So this is kind of pre-recorded, but you'll be able to see it on YouTube. And we'll give you the link down the road. But I think for Sunday brunch, I think we need to expand it that you that we're just going to start coming. When we get this locked down and right, yeah. start coming to you guys live. Mm-hmm. And if you pay that $10 a month, you get access to us live. That means you can, we can be in the comments section. We can be kicking through the yeah. whole show. You know that's what I mean? Fun. That That's going to be fun. Like that's that. going to be fun. So it's not just the fourth Sunday, which is always a special Sunday because it's when we have our guests, yeah. but to actually get access to us live every single Sunday. So essentially we have a Sunday brunch every Sunday. Well, maybe breakfast because we do do it kind of early. <laughs> you know, we're going to figure that out. We're going to figure that out. But hop on over to patreon.com and just put in Sunday brunch. Sunday brunch tier, $10 a month. And when we have it together, y'all have it. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately, you know, going live together. Um, and otherwise, we, the merch store is there. You know, yeah. shit looking cute. We want, we want y'all to be taking pictures in like the hoodies or when it gets warm, the t-shirts or the bags or the whatevers, you know, with the gay aunties and living your good gay life, you know. So um, support us that way if you're the kind of swag person where you just want to be wearing your gay aunties um, out there. And with that, is there anything else for like a well, a little bit. Uh, we know that our loyal listeners um, love the Auntie Gems that we drop, right? <laughs> and so if there is one in particular that, that you found that has been great for you and you think that we should include that in our Auntie merch, we just want you all to let us know. So go ahead and go to your gay aunties on Instagram. Tell us which one that you want us to include in there, and we'll get those out for you. And dig it go, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be getting them, 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 uh, them quotes out to you because we be do, you know, be saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You know, you know. Um, yeah, is that it? I think that's it. Then yep, we move on to it. the letters. All yes. right. There you go, your letters. Here's your letter. Um, you know, um, but well, we kind of talked about that, so let's maybe go into the that one. Yes, yes, do that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> do you want to read it? No, you go. I can read it. Okay, I can read it. All right. So this letter is from D, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. D. All right. Assuming D is a she. The way that D is spelling D. <laughs> All right. Hey, aunties. Um, just wanted to say that I love the podcast. Um, I listen every week. Um, just have a question about how to go about making new friends as an adult. Oh, child. <laughs> I think it's hard, but maybe it might not be. Um, I've recently gotten back into working out and I always see this stud working out as well. I've been wanting to just say, Hey, what's up? (laughs) Want to hang out? But I know that will come off weird or desperate when I would like to approach her, but I'm just not sure how. Could you give me some advice? All right, D. Um, I will say, okay, so my wife is a, a gym rat too. So she had a, um, ex- a similar experience where now she, you know, has a really good gym friend. Um, so how she did it was like, 
they would kind of like see each other in the gym and she would say, hey, like, show me that thing that you were doing. Like, how do you, you know, whatever. Um, is there a certain technique I should know about, you know, when I'm doing that? And so they were able to strike up a conversation about this thing that they had in common mm-hmm. that they both really enjoyed. Um, and so when they would see each other in the gym, then, you know, they would be like, hey, you know. <laughs> and that's, that's really what a lot of um, that thing of like meeting someone you know, it's just finding that common ground, that that common thing. Um, yeah, like spot me. You, you know, you want me to spot you? Like, you know, little, as far as the gym her, her yeah. specific situation, <laughs> you know, and I get it. You don't want to come like, hey, you want to be friends? I need friends. I need friends. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not trying to come on to you yeah. or nothing. I just want a friend. You know, I get it. Nobody, you can't roll like that. I mean, it's, it, it may come off a bit weird, even though that's really what you want to say. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is, and it's real. So like Red said, really approaching it on, on commonality and just being chill. At the end of the day, people want to hang out with people they have things in common with, and that's cool as hell. So be cool as hell. It's like, yo, man, how you was doing that? I mean, I ain't really gym rats. So I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, what, what they exercise. call them. Exercise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, then, 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 you know, that's the best way and whatever your commonality, you know, and I want to, I want to, um, a menu because I'm going to do the exact same thing. And I, and I mm-hmm. like how she is really highlighting the idea of, um, making friends as an adult. Now, yeah. Dee didn't say how old she is, but when, when you're in your young twenties, it's a little bit easier um, to make uh, friends because you're out there in the world, you're trying to figure things out, and everyone else at your age is trying to figure things out, and you figure out things together, and you make those long, fr- those long-term friends, you know, because you're figuring out things and what that pool of commonality, you yeah. know, or you may be a little bit younger and in college, and you have those lifelong friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you start scraping 30, 40, your ass want to move somewhere new in your late forties, like myself, but <laughs> <laughs> nobody know your damn name, yeah. and you trying to make a friend. Mm. You know, um, it is difficult. It is difficult. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah. It is very difficult because by the slowly you get people get settled in to their ways and their peoples, and and especially in particularly with women, just the way we're socialized. Once we have our crew, that's it. That's no it. No new friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it just it's just work. It's work. It's work. And it's hard to get into the overall cruise. You gotta go in through somebody. Mm-hmm. That means you gotta do the work with somebody, and then she kind of brings you in. You know, yeah. and maybe you don't need to be in the crew. Maybe just you like that one person. You may not like the rest of the crew. So again, it's about commonality. That's how I'm approaching it. Um, right now the commonality here is literally accents. When I hear a New York accent. (laughs) Home. Home. Yeah. Home. Okay. So I can talk real quick with you. You know what I'm saying? I can curse my ass off, but nobody, nobody tripping. Okay. I can sound really harsh, but you know, I'm not really sounding harsh. I'm really cracking a joke. Like every, to be understood is friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Really to be understood. So that's the one of the things that I'm being challenged with, you know, and it's really easy to kind of crawl into your, you know, like, you know, peeking out the window because it's, you're trying to find friends, but like you said, only you get, you know, your ego gets into it too. It's like, oh, I'm saying, yo, you want to be friends? You ain't trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So 
for me, it's commonality through its music, through the arts, slowly but surely, you know, um, and being a little bit courageous. You got to kind of put yourself out there. That's, yep. That's what I was just thinking about. It's like a lot of the, the difference between like you making friends like really easily when you're in your twenties and versus like thirties and forties is that, um, you're so optimistic Mm -hmm. at that time. Like you, you don't go in assuming that people won't want to be your friend. Exactly. (laughs) So you just, you know, you're like, Hey, we're in this same class. Mm -hmm. Let's go get some coffee. And it's, it's super light. Um, whereas after we've had a couple of those experiences and they don't turn out the way that we expect them to, then we go into them a little more cautiously. Right. Um, also, you know, you kind of mentioned it before having a little of that pride, like, well, I don't want to come off this way, or I don't want to sound like I'm really, really trying to be friends kind of prevents us from, from speaking to people who may be waiting for somebody to speak to them. Right. You hit on, you know what? You're not alone. Yeah. You're, you're really not alone. And, and, just on some like logistics or just how things are working, people are moving around. People are finding themselves in a new town, new city at, at different ages. It's not all oh, like you pick your city at 20 something yeah. and that's that. No, nah, no. Nah. People are hopping around. People's life changes, yep. change, and they go wherever. And then they find themselves like, oh, fuck, you know, I need friends. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. We need, you know, community. crew. Yeah, we need yeah. community, you know? So, Sometimes you have to, you know, you sit back in the cut, watch people, observe. I'm saying sometimes I wanted to say though, as you was talking, um, damn, I'm sorry, D. Um, it was it really was a point. Um well, it'll come to me. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry. I was gonna say that like one of the things that I know is that a lot of my like communities like a lot of my crews that I've moved with and I've always been a person who had like multiple ones mm-hmm. because I had like various um interests right yeah. so I would have my friends who were like my artsy friends hanging out with some of my artsy friends and then I would have like maybe my academic people or I would have like um, mm. People that I am taking this particular class with, I was always like into something else. So I would, you know, whatever those people are, then I would be like, hey, are we going to study, you know, mm-hmm. we studying for this thing or is anybody up for, you know, getting together just to debrief? Like, oh, this is stressful. You know what I'm saying? And so I was cool with um, making those initial like reach outs. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I found that I ended up with crews of friends who like access around one person. Right. <laughs> so like all of my, at one point, my um, agent and my uh, artist, my graphic artist, like, and a couple of their friends, like we were all together all the time because we were working on my project. Yep. Right? <laughs> and what, once you we were the finished, center. <laughs> yeah. Once we finished working on my project, we just found a reason at that time, like we, scandal was out so we'll be like okay we'll get together on thursdays and watch scandal and like that was the thing that kind of 
drew us to develop more. You know, you're making a good a point, group. actually. You're yeah. making a good point um, in the sense of sometimes when you create something, and you're, in your case, it was art. Mm-hmm. D, I'm not sure what you're into, but creating can be anything. It doesn't have to be art per se. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you create something that wasn't there before, that in itself is going to attract people or, or attract people to help you create it, whatever yeah. it is. You know, that's another um, um, way to kind of uh, approach it. Yeah. Um, and I had that thing again and it lost, you know, I really need some pen and paper. <laughs> but like now, like last night when I came here, I was with uh, my friend Lakara, who was a guest on the show. Lakara has a whole circle of friends that have now become my circle of friends mm-hmm. because whenever I'm with her, like we're all together and that's just mm-hmm. what it is. And so sometimes it's like um, a lot of our communities especially i find this a lot in the queer community is that like you don't know where the people are you're out in this new city you're trying to figure out like where are the gays like where are the girls you can't find them that's because they all at somebody's house right <laughs> and until you find out whose house everybody's going to then you never really see anybody wow. because we're not like in the clubs like that. And there's not even really like gay clubs anymore like it used to be. No, there's parties, <laughs> but there aren't there aren't clubs. Yeah, and yeah if you don't yeah. even know that promoter, like it's gonna be yeah, yeah kind of difficult. difficult. And also the older you get who wants to go to a fucking... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who wants to go to a party? I mean, you know, if it ain't a house party or it ain't house music, you know, just showing my age, I'm <laughs> then, you know, the hell with it. Um but Here's the thing, and I finally locked it in my brain what that thing was. <laughs> I was like, please don't forget for the third time. Okay, is one of the advantages you do have, and I'm assuming you're at least scraping 30 or older if you're asking this question, right? Um, is that, and this, and this is connected to our overall theme for this month, is that you also can be um, discriminatory. You, when you're 20, you just dive in, whoever there, and you kind of, and they may fall to the wayside as you get older, but sometimes you wind up being with people like, ooh, honey, well, I know what you, <laughs> or yeah. people that kind of, you know, put you, because you're young and you're susceptible to things, you know, you start taking this drug, or you start just to be a part of community, but you haven't defined your community yet. You, on the other hand, have a pretty good idea of where you're comfortable. You have a pretty good idea of the kind of energy you want around you. And, or even more importantly, what kind of energy you don't want around you. And to be able to say, nah, nigga, not you. <laughs> and keep it moving. <laughs> you know, is the privilege of being older. Because you're like, I, you know, I want friends, but I don't need you, though. I don't yeah. need your kind of friendship. You know, because you don't want to be so open where anybody and their mama comes through and you're like, eh. You know, and because you kind of want friends, you kind of keep them around, you know. Mm. But also, also you're able to see the value, even though, say, some people, you know, may have whatever vices or whatever, you can still see the a value or some value in them. So he's like, you know what? We're friends in this capacity, mm-hmm. but we're not going to go partying together, per se. Yeah. Because I can't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But... I see God in you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I just came to church. I see, I see God in you. So I'm going to interact with that part of you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the so so be grateful that you are somewhat older in the game, whatever that age is, and can kind of be a little discerning mm-hmm. about who you're rolling with. So at the end of the day, you know, you don't really got time to waste to be bullshitting with people out here. You know, end of the day, 
You got people around you like, yo, I like you. You dope. You know, and you don't really need a whole horde of friends. You really need to start with one. You need to find one person. <laughs> That's down to hang with you in some capacity and you enjoy each other's company and then you can build from there. Then y'all both can go out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, what? So the other thing that comes up for me is if we only want our friends to be like other like black queer people. Ooh, challenging, <laughs> challenging, challenging. Right? Um, because there's this thing that I've been becoming more aware of is if all my friends think exactly the same way mm. about all of the issues as I do, then I stop growing. I'm never challenged on my opinion of anything. I'm never in spaces that um, require me to you know, mm. confront myself or allow me to confront my views of other things if everybody around me is just like me. Mm, right. Um, sure. And so like that's something that I'm working on doing more of because I realized like how insulated um, I made my communities mm-hmm. when, you know, if I had a situation or uh, an incident that was like averting to me or like caused me to be like, all right, I'm not I'm not being around them no more. Right? When I had those times where I cut that off and I just went to all of my safest, like most familiar places, then my, the variety or the diversity of people that I gave myself access to became so much smaller. Mm. And so maybe like the real, real good friend that you're going to find in, in this city or space that you're in now might not be like what you're used to. And location is important. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what city or town you're calling from. Like, the, Ohio. like, huh? Ohio. Ohio. Dang, that's a whole state. You know, she Columbus, Ohio. Or, yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, but before I moved to Atlanta, um, I was living in this little town called Northampton, Mass- Northampton, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's about as white as fright. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I literally was just grabbing Negroes off the street. Hey, let's be friends. That's like the first black, uh, obviously lesbian woman I saw in the street. And mind you, this town is filled with lesbians. They get all white. (laughs) The first, you know, uh, black lesbian I saw, I literally grabbed her and stopped her in her tracks. I was like, what is your name? You know, and then we became friends. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mind you, the the, the 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 crew was really really small. Yeah. But it was enough to get me through until I escaped. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, sometimes all you have is what you have, and you have to some you have to be open. So I had, with that being said, you know, like I joined a softball team. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I can't get black and lesbian, but I can get lesbian. <laughs> Which you know the default yeah. white lesbian, you know what I'm saying? We gonna have something in common, you know. Mm-hmm. We now we could, you know, I couldn't play worth the damn, but I, you know, it was. <laughs> and there are lots of teams like that, like yeah. kickball, like if you know whatever that you're into. into exactly. Require you to be like a master at it. Exactly, so and that's what's good in particular with it. the women's community. We kind of cool like that. Yeah, you know? flag football. I yeah, we like yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, so yeah, so if you can open yourself up. To where they literally, you know, the tall order of them looking and being just like you. 
<laughs> you know, then you have uh, more, you know, varied friendships, obviously. You know what I mean? And you'd be surprised because actually the first, one of the first people I met here, um, God forbid me, because we, we are not actually really in contact now, but we were, we were roommates when I first got here. Why am I forgetting this chick's name? Anyway, she was a white girl, but she was the coolest fucking chick ever. We had the best conversations. Like I felt like she was in many ways a mirror of me. And I was like, God, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. That being said, I should probably reach out. But <laughs> if you remember her name. I know, like she in the phone somewhere. I'm so embarrassed. Anyway, but but you know, whatever life goes on, sometimes you move on. Whatever, whatever. But um but because I was open enough just to chill with her, I was able, you know, she was able to, you know, kind of just be like a friendly presence on literally my first week here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I felt like kind of at home, you know, with her. But also you got to, you know, these are battles because also in the back of your head and, you know, maybe in moving on, I thought I could knock, maybe I could find a black person like her. <laughs> you know, and that's like fucked up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She had my back in different ways. I'm really calling myself out here, but um, I think I am going to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> actually. Yeah. But she cool as hell. So, so yeah, so you got to be open because sometimes we do want, we have this idealistic idea of what, our friends should look like and be. And if you're not open to people who don't literally look like you, then you may be missing out on great fucking people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That may have your back in ways that even your own people don't. You know what I mean? Have you ever done meetups? Meetups are golden. Yes, I have done meetups. Mm -hmm. um, I did them more in, in Massachusetts because I was desperate as a mug. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I have been exploring meetups, meetups here Mm -hmm. um, which actually, which actually moved me towards a meetup that I wanted to start where it was around work dates, mm -hmm. because one of the commonalities I'm trying to find is someone who else was also an entrepreneur because the entrepreneurial experience is a very lonely one, yeah. you know, especially if you don't have a partner, it's just you. And it's like, I know there are other people who are new to town trying to, you know, find their lane here, doing their business. It's like, you know, let's meet on some work date shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, again, that's something you can just create. You know, what is the things that you like to do and just create it? Do a meetup. It's What is it now? Like 20 bucks a month to do a meetup? To start a meetup? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I started one. I usually use meetups, like, when I'm traveling abroad. Mm. So, I'll, I yes, find, exactly. like, good when you're things traveling that I'm abroad. interested in and, um, and yeah. just know where stuff is. And you find expats, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You find expats when you do it abroad. So, yeah, D, that's... that's those those are some some, some advice. That's, a, that's some advice. But, but but we do want to affirm that yes, it is hard um, making friends where you're an adult. All the things that we laid out, but you also are empowered as an adult. You know what it is. You know, um, I know sometimes you may get down and just feel lonely. That's real. Mm -hmm. But you know what that is. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, and you know what you got to do now, and just take one step at a time and see. And just it's really about the follow through, like with anything. It's like okay. Let me check out Meetup. You know, yeah. let me actually go to one of them. Yeah, or me, like, yeah. Um, e uh, what is it? Events on Facebook. Like, find oh, yeah, the things that are going yeah. on in your city. Like, I know here and in DC, there's a group called the Gathering Spot. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That I'm yeah. a member of. And that, like, that has taken a lot of the pressure of me, like, searching, searching for things to do. Mm -hmm. Because what we just do is every month there's like a calendar of activities that the members go to. And so the more events that you go to, you just start kind of seeing the same people. And even if I don't know their name, I'm like, friend. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and you spark up these conversations about, you know, all of the things that, that you're interested in. So even if something like that is not happening in your city, it's not hard to just do a, um, a Facebook event. Hey, everybody who likes cheese, we're going to go to this particular mm-hmm. place that has like really nice, you know, a collection of cheeses. We're going to meet at six o'clock. Like, mm-hmm. Come on, let's eat cheese. Right? Or, or you can do the deprecating thing and say black, queer and friendless. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make a friend cheese. This is the shit I'm into. You into this shit? <laughs> Absolutely. It's real. It's real. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. We, we kind of early. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Should we do another letter? Um, do we have another letter? I know we have another letter. I think we can do another letter. Is there one in in the in the, in the kitty? Because I think there is one in the mailbox. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know, girl. Say something. I know we have another. <laughs> I know we have another um, letter. Um, our wonderful um, intern LB usually situates um, us with letters. Um, we only have one uh, this time. We just didn't uh, take the whole time to answer it. So I know no, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, all right. Here we go. Um, this is from Vaughn. You can use my name. Yes, you can use my name. Mm-hmm. This may be a continuation, girl, but here we go. I'll, um, I'll read it. Is that Oh, so what's yeah, yeah, yeah. Assalamu alaikum. I feel like, I was like, awesome. I know you know I never see, you know, okay. I'm mm-hmm. hip now. I'm hip now. All right. Assalamu alaikum, aunties. Um, I was so glad to find your podcast. I binge listened and gained comfort and validation from your experiences. Thank you so much. I am a late bloomer in my good gay life. I knew I knew I liked women since I, we get a lot of late bloomers. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I knew I liked women since I was young, but fear of rejection from my family and becoming Muslim at 19 delayed my experiences. I am 45 years old, active in Muslim community life from age 20 to 40, marriages, babies, learning myself. Relocated and and been on the fringe of Islam, exploring my queerness for the last five years. Interesting. Thank you. Empathic. We had like a whole show on that. (laughs) And nurturing with the emotional scars that come from dealing with the wrong people. Mm. Just talking about that, you know, um, you can be 20 again when you come out at a later age. Anyway, healing and growing in the change of life. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, yes. And the change of life. You youngins don't know about that yet, but you will. But at least, you know, you female body youngins. (laughs) All right. um, So I decided to make this my celibate year because my needs have not been being met. Mm. See that that comes with age, like fuck the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been attracting broken people when when what I want is someone to nurture and support my growth as I do. Um, I have been focusing on keeping positive energy around myself. I enforce boundaries much more than I did before, which comes right. with age. <laughs> um, I found a place that hosts a sweat lodge near me. Mm. Oh yes. 
all right, so you really been listening to the show, huh? Right. But, ne- but haven't attended yet. Is there any advice you can give? I feel like I'm on the right track, but this is not easy. Yeah. You see, Good like, job. you can work. <laughs> like, you're going to be a wrap-up letter, girl, because right. you, you, you doing what your 45-year-old ass is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, um, I mean, we totally get it, you know, you know, probably coming out at a later age or really embracing at a later age, you're going to kind of, you know, just be like, hey, I'm here. And then you run into some fools and like, oh, man, this motherfuckers, I can't fuck with y'all, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and they kind of mess you up a little bit. So you did that. Boom. Done. You know, you're healing and you're growing. Done. Or doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, going to the change of life, girl, ain't none of us can do nothing about that, but just, just you know, keep the fan right. on, you know, I'll, you know. <laughs> You know, ice. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It's like, it's, it's like, oh, it's like living through your, you have, you, your, your body is doing shit that you are given no permission for it to do. And you just, yeah. oh, you feel like you are trapped. Like, okay, so we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I've gotten used to it, you know? And I think mine kind of came and went out of, you know, I had a, a moment and then, so I think my, my change of life happened like in and out. So I feel blessed. But okay. when in the thick of it, I was like, Lord Jesus, what is going on? Um, but you doing it. And even this whole thing about being celibate, I so respect that. Yeah. I Like that's something that the power of celibacy or rather the power of knowing when to be celibate is mm. a power. Yeah. <laughs> we should have a show on that. Yeah. You know, when to be celibate, you know, um, and it's not just because you can't find somebody or, um, well, in, in this case, maybe that's because there's not some, you know, but basically it's not about, oh, you know, you ugly or something like that, you know, whatever. I don't know what people thinking, but bottom line is that the fact that you're celibate because you're not trying to waste your time or your body or your energy or your love with the bullshit mm-hmm. is that's about as grown or growing as, you know, yeah. one can get. I think also taking this time when you're not falling into the physical um, because that can be a crutch a lot of times mm-hmm. for relationships. It's, you know, we can fall into physical and then we have something to do to make us feel connected and we don't have to focus on our common interests. We don't have to focus on if we really um, enjoy spending time with each other. We don't have to focus on um, a lot of other things because we can immediately like just divert to physical. Um, you said that you've been attracting broken people mm. when what you want is someone to nurture and support your growth as you do. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you are focusing on what in you is attracting people that you have to do all of that work on when what you're looking for is somebody to pour into you, right? Yeah. Or, or, been, or who so has been doing much. the work on their damn selves. Yeah. yeah. That, mm-hmm. you know, you need someone who is maybe emotionally intelligent enough to be mm. able to help you to move to a higher level as mm. well. Um, whereas you're having to start from from scratch or like start from the bottom so many times with people. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's important. I think it's, it's valuable time and just keep focusing on that. I don't think it's always like the other person. Like we always like to say, we're like, oh, you know, it's crazy women out here, mm. right? And of course, you know, it's crazy everybody everywhere. But you're not... But if you're only attracting the crazy women, then they see something in you. You, <laughs> you the other side that of the Velcro, honey. You the other side of the Velcro, you know what I mean? Right. Um, 
And so, like, I used to always say, like, I'm not a nurturing person. I'm not a nurturing person. But I always brought to my to my space people who required nurturing. Mm. And therefore, I couldn't even deny that part of myself. Like, I absolutely am a nurturing person <laughs> because of the way that everyone in my space reacted to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, the role that I played in a lot of my relationships. And this is my friendships, my romantic relationships, the many children that I brought into my life. Yeah. Like, I had to stop saying that. And so sometimes we have to think about the things that we are denying in ourselves mm. um, in order to really be able to tap into who we are, how we're showing up, and what we attract or call to <laughs> other people um, so that they, they come into our lives expecting this experience. And, you know, I want to also address, you know, something else that it seems like you're in the midst of. You said you're on the fringe. At least these past five years, you've been on the fringe of Islam. So you relocated. You know, we don't know your full situation. You say you, say you got kids. I don't know if your kids are adults now. You're not, they're not, they didn't so much relocate with you. Or basically, I'm just trying to understand if you're by yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then trying to find, you know, community outside of Islam. You know, listen, you know, we all... Uh, are or been Muslims here. Um, and we know that it is hard to be embraced, just like very devout Christian or just devout mm-hmm. religion, period. It's hard to be embraced as a queer person. Um, so like having your Muslim community and having your queer community and those being the same thing is damn near impossible. Not to say they don't exist, but the ones that I've found um, are, I mean, to just keep it 100, are um, non-African American Muslims, believe it or not. Mm. Okay. Um, and that may be, you know, that's, that's a cultural difference there. Yeah. So even though you have Islam in, in it, so I'm not even sure if you're seeking that. Um, but I do understand why you needed to maybe step away a little bit so that you're clear on yourself, but it doesn't mean that, you know, if you still have a love for Islam and you still feel there's a place for Islam in your life, then that is a truth. And you just need to, to make sure you're right with your queer self before you step back into that. Now you may not be stepping back into community per se, but you don't need community per se to have your personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Though community is always a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> Muslims out there. <laughs> but, um, you know, you can still make it happen. And you can still probably find other queer Muslims just being true to yourself and your own queerness in, in your relationship with um, Islam, if you still do have a relationship with Islam. Um, but I want to respect that you at least acknowledged yourself um, your this aspect of your own godliness, of your selfhood, mm. you respected it. And you said, you know what? I'm not going to get a clear view unless I move away from Islam because there's aspects of the way it's practiced that it's going to be toxic to my personal yeah. growth. So it's really not Islam. It really is the people who practice. Let's just keep it 100. That's what every religion is. Going not back the, to community. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I just want to, you know, say that I, I respect you for making that move, but I know that was a big one, yeah. you know, especially if you was in the community for over 20 years, that that's a big choice to make, but you chose yourself. You know, and you chose your, you know, whatever your higher purpose is going to be in life, that your queerness was, your queerness is a part of that. So you keep doing this. But yes, to answer your question at the end of the day, yes, you on the right path. <laughs> You're like, um, word. Okay. I don't know what to do with this. All right. You go. Us, all right. Exactly. Exactly. So you, you are doing your thing. You are doing your thing. 
Um, and thank you um, for reaching out to us, uh, Vaughn. And, and both Vaughn and Dee, please keep us posted yeah. on you know what's going on with life um, after hearing this. Um, if you used anything we said, you know, mm-hmm. if it worked, if it didn't, <laughs> you know, if life just led you elsewhere, who knows? <laughs> But we like to keep keep connected with those um, whose names we speak and whose truths we speak on air, because um, it helps not just yourself, but it help, helps others who are listening. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that uh, being said, just one more reminder: um, this month is party with a purpose. So send them letters in about your experiences, your memories, your questions, um, your needs, your pleads. <laughs> How do I get out of this situation? I, you know, whatever that had to deal with partying, with intoxication, you know, maybe things you're actually struggling with, you're aware of, and you're struggling with, um, you and your community. We want to hear those letters, and we want to hear your letters in general. And we will um, hopefully read them on um, air. And you can holler at us at gigaunties at gmail dot com. Absolutely. Uh, also, we wanted to just take a moment and send a shout out to all of our Sunday brunch members. Oh, yes. We wanted to send a shout out to Jenny Hayes Techno. Thank you for sharing yes. your music with us. Um, and Sunday brunch guests. Uh, wait, I think it's the I one say? that's coming up. Maybe just some. Um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can get access to the Sunday brunch guests that we have. Um, in new ways, so keep up with us yes. so that we can uh, just share this experience with you. And if we do the live immediately, yes. Yes. that's going to be really fun because I really like um, the ac- or the opportunity of yeah. us being able to talk back and forth. And so all of our Sunday Brunch members have um, that extra access uh, when we are doing these it's yes, amazing. yes. And I think I think I mean I think technology is on our side and that we will be coming to you live um every Sunday. So essentially if you want to see us, speak to us, really engage with your your aunties as if we're right there with you, mm-hmm. then um you gotta holler at us at patreon.com and just sign up for Sunday brunch and we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also want to shout out like all of our followers on Instagram. Oh and my Twitter. gosh, yes. <laughs> We are growing exponentially. Yeah, I love it. Really great. Yeah, it, 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 it is great. You guys are great. Um, I love how you engage with the the, uh, the content we put up there. Um, and we're learning so much on what you like. We want to give you more of what you like. We want to put some new stuff up there. Um, and it's a lot of work. And with that said, also, you know, I want to big up our our interns who really, literally, we will not be able to do this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we yes, would yes. not. <laughs> be able to grow without the support of our interns. So big up Kiara, big up uh, Latoya, big up LB. Thank you. We love y'all. Yes, yeah. Um, and yeah. And with that being said. Well, one last thing oh, before what? we go. What? I was just going to add, um, whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on, mm-hmm. if you can let us know, like, you know, thumb up or hearts or whatever it is on those platforms <laughs> so that we know, like, <laughs> you know, even on those platforms, like, which ones you liked, which ones you really got something from. Like yes. there's on certain, um, I think on SoundCloud, like you can mark or, or put a comment at a certain place on yes, there. Yes, yes. So let us know your feedback on that. That's really great. I love when I see um, listeners engaging with it that way as well. Exactly. We, we pay attention. We do. We do pay attention. <laughs> we get the we get the SoundCloud uh, notification. We get notifications all around. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, we are on SoundCloud. We are on uh, iTunes, of course. And we also are on... Uh, Stitcher. Go on Stitcher. 
Yes. One stick share. Um, we're not sure about Spotify yet. They have some weird, uh, fine notes that I gotta read, the fine mm-hmm. print, you know. But hopefully, we'll <laughs> see. You know, <laughs> we'll see about Spotify. But let us know where we hear you, and also we love your reviews on iTunes because mm-hmm. that is that just helps us. And we, I think we're up to like 121 nice. freaking reviews. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Yes. You know, you can also, if you want to, you want us to, you can also use um, Speak Your Truth to review us so we can hear your voice giving us praises and maybe put that on the show too. You know, it's all, it's all fodder for good content and community. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that. That being said, that being said, I am Anipa Walida. And I am Red Summer. And we are the gay content. All right, y'all. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>